I'm Brandon Isle. I'm here with Carly Flandro. She's a reporter for IdahoEdNews.org and a former educator. Carly, thank you for joining me today. Thanks so much for having me. Now, you just wrote an article recently about Idaho's schools once again at the bottom of the per-pupil spending list. And this is something that we hear over and over again. But your article kind of explains that it's a little more complicated than just per-pupil spending. Yeah, that's right. Um, I decided to tackle this because we hear over and over again that Idaho is at the bottom of spending on students, but I wanted to know a little bit more about why that is and why we hadn't fixed that yet. So I wrote an article looking into it, and it is a lot more complex than it seems because while we're at the bottom of that ranking list a lot of the times, we are also making historic investments into education, and we also put more of our state budget into education than most other states. But it's complicated because Idaho gets less revenue, so we have less money to work with than another state might, and we also cannot go into debt. So some of those aspects impact our ability to raise ourselves up on that ranking list. Yeah, I know. Uh Almost all of the districts throughout the state use levies and bonds to not just pay for teachers and, I mean, maintenance and buses and all the things, but to build new schools. How does that kind of factor into this spending? So people that I talked to said, you know, those are really just Band-Aids. Education shouldn't be funded on maybe we'll get this passed or maybe we won't. And so that's been a critique from people saying we do need more money in education. But it's also interesting to note that bonds are generally for capital expenses, which means like building expenses, maybe you're making a new school or something like that. And the money spent on expenses like that aren't factored into PPE calculations. So that's just something to think about when considering the per spending numbers. So are are people trying to fix this formula and, and how schools should be funded? Well, there's multiple opinions about how to go about doing that. Some people say, yes, there needs to be more money put into education. So we've seen that with groups like Reclaim Idaho. They've got initiatives that will be on the ballot this fall that will increase funding into education. Um, Other groups are saying we can't put more money in yet until the funding formula is fixed because that would be like putting more water into a leaky pipe. You've got to fix the pipe first. Yet other groups like administrators and superintendents across the state are saying, we need to do both. We need to put more money into education and fix the funding formula. So if you think about it like a big pie, they're saying we can't take the same amount of pie and just divide it up in different ways. We need more pie and cutting it up in different ways. Because otherwise, some districts are going to be losing money to give other districts more, and they don't want that. They want all districts to keep the same amount of money, you know, but then maybe stand to gain more on top of that. Yeah, and and I think that leads into the next part of maybe the issue is that some districts really do need more. They're they're failing in different ways, and they need more money, and uh, it's all about equity. But how, how does that work when maybe a greater number of your students are English as a second language students. So are, are they talking about that as well? 
Yeah, that's another part of the equation. Some people are saying the funding formula needs to be changed to take into account economically disadvantaged students because the state formula passes money out equally, but some say it's not necessarily equitably. Right now, the funding formula is based on enrollments, it's based on grade levels, and it's based on teachers on staff because the more experienced teachers you have, the more money you get. But critics have said that more experienced teachers are going to go to, you know, districts that are wealthier. And so districts that already have a big local base to pull from for levies and things like that are going to be getting more money from the state. So some are saying that's really not equitable. Yeah. And I know um, August 30th, there are several districts that are trying to get bonds passed and um, levies passed. So it'll be interesting to see what happens this time. Idaho Falls School District is one with the largest bond proposed ever in Idaho history, $250 million. Um, so uh, read this article before <laughs> before you vote. Yeah, well, thanks. I hope it's helpful to readers. I just wanted it to be a resource I had questions about PPE, so I wanted to, and that's per pupil expenditure, by the way. I know it gets confused with personal protective equipment, <laughs> but I had questions about that myself. And as I sought out answers, I'm happy that I've gotten to share some of those answers with readers as well, so we can all be more educated. Excellent. Well, Carly, thank you so much. Uh, the article is at idahoednews.org. Thanks so much. I appreciate it.